1 John 5, 14 and 15. And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us, when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. I was going to go another avenue, but you ever see that cartoon or where the, the gun is shot and the bang comes out and is listed? Bang. Well, I was sitting and saying, Lord, uh, what do you want me to uh, share? And uh, that's what happened. He said, pray. And there was a great big explosion in red with black around it. I said, okay, I guess I'm going to talk about prayer and praying and the benefits of it. One of the reasons for prayer is why must I pray? I can remember as a child growing up in the Anglican church, bless them. Um, the pews were wooden, real hard, and the benches weren't any better. And I know as a little kid, six, seven years old, that to kneel there, and sometimes, you know, there was a day of prayer in the world, and, and they had a group of us, and we were the junior auxiliary in the Anglican Church. Anyway, so we had to go to the World Day of Prayer, and I went to the World Day of Prayer because it meant not going to school. Yeah. But afterward, I thought about and I said, hmm. I wonder which one was, would have been worse at that time. That's the way I felt. Because you end up kneeling there and you're not really understanding what they're saying and all this and that. And so I got a wrong concept of praying, definitely. And I couldn't wait to get out. I had to wait until I hit 17, I think it was, before I finally could get out of the Anglican Church. And I was done. I was done then. So anyway... I think God was uh, wanting me to get the right concept of praying. And uh, hopefully it will help. Uh, it's definitely helped me already. It's a whole, it's like going from the dark to the light, of course, because of his word. Uh, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. How do we come to prayer? Do we come with confidence? Do we come um, defeated or victorious? Those are the choices we have to make when we go to prayer. Are we going to prayer because it's something we're told we have to do? Was with me for a long time. Or is it because it's part of your walk daily with God? Part of the communion, the fellowship that we can have with God. And since I had a, such a difficult time with the benches and pews, uh, I had a hard job when somebody said that I, even after I became a Christian, said that I had to kneel. Because every time I knelt... I didn't last very long, the thought of what 
had taken place earlier in my life kept coming up at me. And so I could never be comfortable or at peace. So God was talking to me and said, Carolyn, the only position that you need to be concerned about when you go to pray is the position of your heart. That's the only thing, the position of your heart at that time. And that is where we need to check our attitudes. Uh, Am I coming from a day of challenges? And have I taken the time to go before God? And Lord, I missed it today. Forgive me. I want to come to you rejoicing over all that you've already given me because he supplied each and every need that we already have. He's already taken care of that. So coming to him in thanksgiving and gratitude is huge. We don't, I don't need to spend hours declaring to God, well, I have this need, and I have that need, and I have this need. All that's going to do to me when I'm before him is drag me down. It's definitely not going to lift me up. So I'd rather say, Lord, I've been challenged with this today, but thank you. You supply all my needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I give that to you, and I leave that with you, knowing you're going to meet every need that I have, because I'm your child. I belong to you. And where I'm your child, you take care of me. You don't let me out there without a way. And when I don't think there's a way, you're going to make a way for me. So I know it's taken care of. Sometimes I get a little impatient in the waiting, but... I'm learning. It keeps, prayer keeps us in God's will. What do we do when we're facing a tough decision? Do we call two or three people and say, this is how my day's been. Da, 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 da. Well, we're definitely not encouraging the person on the other end, that's for sure. And it's not doing anything for you either, for me either. So God would like us to kind of stick to the path that he put us on. And I want to go to James 5, 15, I believe it begins. Going the wrong way, Carolyn. It's not after Revelations. (laughs) Here we go, James 5. Got to start in verse 13, actually. This is in the living, New Living Translation. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praise. Praise is instrumental going into prayer. It's instrumental. It breaks down things, gets rid of those Challenges that are right in front of you. Takes the stress away. Kind of brings you back into the place you need to be. And it honors God. It honors him. We, get, we end up establishing our relationship and our fellowship with God. It can start with the praise. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders. Of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith. If I'm going to pray and I'm not going to pray in faith, 
I'm not pleasing God, and I'm not doing anything good for myself. We have to pray in faith, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. Without that faith, we need that faith. Oh, I lost my spot. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make them well. And if you've committed any sin, you're forgiven. It's entirely up to us how, we, how long we stay in that place where we are challenged. It really is. We, we have a choice that we can make. We come to God. We ask forgiveness of our, sin, re, our sins. We repent. We turn around, go in the right direction. We're free to go before him quickly and boldly into that throne of grace with respect for who he is, of course. Um, it says for us to, you know, that the earnest prayer of a righteous man or woman availeth much. There's much. Great power and produces wonderful results. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. We're going to uh, look at prayer. It brings peace. I don't know. This is what I do when I have a challenge before me. If it starts to try to torment me, I step back to where my peace was. And in doing that, I take a clear look at what is happening. Then I can make the decision. I can choose what I'm going to do and get the scripture that lines up with what's taking place and believe God. But if I don't believe him, then it's falling flat again. We have to believe God and what his word says. And one of the most powerful things for me is to know that that word does not return unto him void. It goes out, it's powerful, it does what he planned and purposed for our lives, for the situation, for the challenge. That's what the word of God does at all times. Oh, Philippians. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, okay, the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. I personally like that verse because it frees you. It frees your mind, brings clarity, and then you can focus. Tell God what you need and thank him for what he, all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. You have to be living in him. You have to be moving in him. In him we live and move and have our being. It's not outside. Because we, we struggle with the, uh, there's two kingdoms. There's the kingdom here in this world, which is, don't say that, Carolyn. And then there's the kingdom of God. 
And we choose every day when we get up which kingdom we're going to follow. And if we're wise, we'll follow the kingdom of God. And God will guide and direct us, and the Holy Spirit will lead us to the way that we are to go. Prayer heals. When I pray, it brings healing. It's vast, the power of prayer. That even the medical professions and experts are sometimes, what word would I use? They can't understand why the miracle has happened. Why it hasn't, you know, that it just doesn't make any sense to them. That's because they're in the sense realm, not the spiritual. Healings just because someone prayed and believed. Someone prayed and believed. To the one that doesn't know God yet, you can still have someone pray for you and believe. You're believing for them. And God will honor that, and he will heal. You will do that. Let's go to, did I read that? James 5.15, I read that, didn't I? Prayer changes our situation. It's powerful. There's not a situation that I ask him to intervene in that he hasn't answered. Uh, sometimes uh, I'm challenged in finances, and there's never been a time, I can honestly say this, that once I became a Christian and learned of tithing, there's never been a time that God has not been faithful in seeing me through from day to day. Sometimes the day to day is more important than that one big boom. The booms are good, don't get me wrong. <laughs> the booms are good. But that day-to-day -day knowing that, God, there's not a need that I have that you're not going to meet. And uh, I have a friend that I've watched her life. And uh, when something comes along, she, Father, you've got mail. And I watched that for a while because I wasn't right in that place at that time. And, and, and she's a testimony to God and his faithfulness. And she's never, she's never gone without. That's, that's God and his goodness. That's what he does for his children. There's not one that he wouldn't do it for. And it's knowing that that's how much he loves us. The Father loves us. That the way he cares for his children, is, it's beyond what I would say that Parents, maybe even today, uh, they love their children and they do everything. They do all they can for them. But that love of God for his children surpasses that. If you can imagine that and grab hold of that, that's how much he loves us. Well, he gave his son. So, yes, he definitely loves us. Proverbs 3, 5. Please. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Now, the condition of your heart is one that the result of the condition of your heart is what you're putting into it each and every day, of course, whether you're putting the word in or whether you're allowing things of the world to creep in there. 
uh, that's a challenge because it can become a temptation. And before you know it, you're in a place that you didn't plan to be in. However, 1 John 1, 9 takes only a moment. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. The, my understanding of a situation, okay, Lord, uh, I see this, I see this, I see this. And I'm looking at them, I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, I don't see anything wrong with this, Lord. <laughs> and I start, what I'm saying, even in the simple things, we need to take that moment and ask God. And say, okay, that's pretty simple, Lord. So what do you think? Instead of, I'm just going to go. I've learned the hard way. But I've learned. And I'm quick, more quick now. Just, hmm, I think I better ask God. He knows it all. He's God of wisdom, understanding. Seek his will in all you do. Seek his will in all you do. Seek his will in all you do. And, and again, it's been, uh, that's pretty simple. Lord, I'll just go do that. It's good. And uh, I know you're okay with it. No. Again, it's just taking that minute and saying, God, I really want to do your will, so. Get attuned to what the Spirit is saying, what God's saying to you. You know, make sure that your spiritual eyes are open and that your spiritual ears hear what the Spirit of God wants for your life. Don't be quick to run. And I've learned to just take one step at a time. Much better, more content. You stay at peace. Also, prayer, if we're honest, it, it, with me, when praying, it reduces uh, selfish attitudes. You know, find that you, in prayer you don't end up, you end up yielding less and less to the flesh and more to what the Spirit of God desires for your life. Again, prayer helps to overcome temptations. We can be tempted, but we don't need to sin. But we need to watch and pray that we don't enter into temptation. And again, that something that looks good. You start out, okay, that, that's good. That's not going to hurt me. And that's just a little bit of fun, you know, you're doing, maybe you're playing video games, maybe you're watching movies, you know. And you think, well, there's nothing wrong with that, really. I don't spend all my time doing that. Well, before you know it, been guilty. Before you know it, you're, you're doing it more often than you realize. And all of a sudden, you're saying, hold on here for a minute. What's going on? And it's because that little bit, it's, a, it's the way the enemy of our soul works. He will do anything to keep us from praying. Praying. He, he, uh, well, he'll do anything he can to keep us from the Word of God because he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. That's 
his job. But we get to choose how much he's going to steal, kill, and destroy us daily. That we do. Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray that we may not enter into temptation, because the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the more we get into prayer and praying, and uh, it, it's a powerful weapon against that. We usually pray after we've yielded, but sometimes, sometimes it doesn't go quite the way that you thought it should go. So prayer encourages us to. Encourages us, it gives us strength to overcome those temptations. And again, we pray more, we'll yield less to the flesh. Prayer makes you happy. Pray, 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 it makes you happy. It should make you happy. It makes you feel good about yourself. It should, I'll put it this way, it should make you feel good about yourself, even though we don't go by feelings. Because, uh, and if you feel good about yourself, happy, happy, happy. You know, joyful. <laughs> you know, the more we pray, the less stress we have, and the happier we happier we are. I think that's a good thing. And it, it's a path for forgiveness. And again, we, you know, it's, uh, we miss it, excuse me, I miss it daily. So I'm very, very thankful for 1 John 1.9. You know, we try, I try to be, I don't know, I try to do the best I can. Some days are good, some days are challenging, and some days it takes a little bit, and I wonder why I got out of bed. <laughs> Not many of those, but it has happened. It has happened. <laughs> it's a powerful force, prayers. And forgiveness is a powerful force. When you forgive someone, it does something to you. You've forgiven them. Whether they accept it or not is up to them, not you. So we'd be wise not to look for some kind of reaction or response from them when we ask forgiveness, because that can take us off the wrong path, so to speak. Well, they didn't show much when I told them I forgave them. No, they may not be in the same place that you are. They may not realize it. And it really doesn't matter what they're, it's none of my business, really. I've done my part, and as long as my heart is right, right regarding it, that's the main thing. That keeps me strong and in the place that God wants me to be. At peace. Happy. Praying gives us hope, because when I pray, I like to pray the Word. I think the Word is the best way to pray. I don't think there's any other way to pray, quite honestly, and that's a personal opinion of mine, but he says to pray the Word. 
So it's the word. So it, uh, and we need to be aware of the fact that not everybody is in the same place that I am in prayer. Uh, they may know nothing about it. They may have experienced a um, epidemic, a wrong prayer through their life. And, and, and that does affect you because, as I said this week, when I'm preparing them, I said, pray, you want me to do this subject? I said, there's more qualified people in this congregation to do that than me. But he had a healing in it for me. And so that's what I'm receiving from it. And uh, hopefully it ministers onto your hearts. So prayer gives hope. It's a path of forgiveness. It makes us happy. It keeps us in God's will. It draws us closer to God. That's a pretty special one. Draws us closer to him. It brings that peace that passes all understanding. And when everything is going wrong around you, I remember when the uh, uh, virus started. I've seen people doing this and people doing that. And I thought to myself, what did God do? Get up off his throne and leave or something? God's still the same today, yesterday and forever. He didn't change. Overall, he, he, he has a plan and a purpose, and it's, it's not going anywhere because of a little virus, so to speak. So I kept my peace. And I enjoyed such peace during that time when every customer that came through the door, just like days now, they come in and first they're talking about the weather and it's raining. That does happen, I say. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come in and they some hot. I said, yeah, it's, yes, it's summer. And I just said, oh, Lord, help them. They just don't know. They just don't know. And then sometimes I'll look at them and say, whether they know or not, I'll say, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> we should always pray from a place of victory. And the victory is in Jesus Christ, who gave his life for us, shed his blood presented it on the mercy seat, and we can go boldly into the room, room of grace for mercy and help in time of need. He'll never turn, turn his back on us. Never, never. He's so faithful. So we can walk, because we pray from a place of victory, because it's all been done, it's finished, you don't add anything to what's finished, and you don't take any, you shouldn't take any way, anything away from what's finished. So, you know, it's a done deal. And that's a life of, don't 
how to explain it. The little girl's laughing on the inside of me. So, in all of this, reality is that praying or prayer, it's about loving and trusting God. Simple. Loving and trusting God. And that alone works in any situation. There's not a situation that it won't work in. And I believe the, the amount of faith one has and the confidence that one has and what they believe being established before even going to prayer makes a difference in our prayers. I really do believe that. When I uh, didn't know who I was in Christ, I would pray, but didn't seem to be... I know what worked, but when, when I recognize that God loves me, everything changes and prayer changed. And the thing that was holding me back was what I had experienced as a child. That no longer holds me back because God is, has healed that. And I now know that if I stay in Christ, and we should stay there, then everything's available to us. Our needs are meant. We can pray for others with confidence, knowing if they aren't at that place, God will honor the faith and the belief of the one praying. I really believe he does. If I'm wrong, I will be corrected. That, you know, it makes all the difference. And a little example of repenting and turn around took place this week with me. And I had, I had done something and I had an insanity moment. You know that insanity moment? That one where you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting that something different as a result? I had one of those. I couldn't believe how insane I was at that moment. <laughs> but I was. And so when I got up the next day, I felt yucky, heavy. I said, oh, shouldn't have went there at all, should have I? Okay, you've got a choice to make right now. What are you going to do? Well, I don't like what I've got on me and the way I feel. Definitely not pleasing to God and not pleasing to me either. So I asked God's forgiveness, turned around, decided I'm going the other way, choose life, where you go. That's our dad. He just loves us. So if we stay in the kingdom and we stay in who he says we are and who he is, we can have an abundant life. No question about it. The abundance is there. The supply is there. And it's available to each and every one of us. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.